Thank you for listening to Caffeinated Chicks, Motivating Women. Welcome to our lifestyle and personal development podcast, where we encourage you to be authentically you and keep it real. I'm your host, Abby. And I'm her cousin, Rachel. We know it's Monday and we know you're tired. Our goal is to help you feel motivated, inspired, and ready to face whatever it is the week throws at you. Come sit with us, grab your coffee, and dive into meaningful conversation that will elevate your life. Hi guys, this is Abby and Rachel. Hey. And we are Caffeinated Chicks. Um, We're back uh, today with a new episode called Practicing Gratitude. Um, So Rachel, what are you drinking this morning? So I am actually drinking something different. I am drinking my adrenal cocktail. So it's a mix of um, orange juice, coconut water, mineral salt, and magnesium. Um, And then collagen. Okay. I was like, there's something else. That so delicious. Yeah, it's it's really good. And um it's it's super good. It's called adrenal cocktail because it's helpful for your adrenals. So like helps with stress and that kind of stuff. I don't know why I went like this. Adrenals yeah, are like, not your lymph nodes. <laughs> I'm like, oh <laughs> yes, but your adrenal glands. Yeah. So it's it's really good. And I drink it every day. So yeah. How about you? I am drinking my normal coffee. Um, I believe it's Starbucks. I can't remember the flavor. I think it's caramel since I throw mm. it in a container. It just kind of, it is whatever it is. Right. Um, and then I have some almond milk in there, um, which has been really good. Um, some of the other creamer doesn't sit very well with me lately. Mm. And this way I don't have to put all creamer in. Hey, it's more just coffee. I'm proud of you. <laughs> right? Moving on up slowly. <laughs> can't drink black yet, but you know. You'll get there. We'll turn you. <laughs> We'll see. It might take some time. Um, And then I'm drinking water. And then I've started drinking um, like these total greens that are supposed to help with um, bloating as well. And I really like that. So that's cool. uh, Yeah. Um, And then Rachel, what's um, your current favorite thing? So my current favorite thing is probably one of my soccer kiddos. So he's actually, um, I don't want to call her the assistant coach because she's just she's been coaching way longer than I have, but she coaches the third and fourth grade and I coach fifth and sixth. Her son is in sixth grade and I knew him the year prior because I coached third and fourth, but he was a fifth grader. So I didn't really get to know him super well. I just knew him because I would see him at practice, but I didn't really interact with him much. But this year he's just became like my buddy. Um, He's been really receptive to my encouragement and, um, he just like, you can tell that his attitude changes after I like squat down eye level and just really talk to him. And um, yeah, we just had a lot of interactions where I've just been able to encourage him, build him back up when he's been disappointed in himself or if he, you know, missed a bunch of um, goals because he he's the goalie and or goalie and other things. But so yeah, it's been it's been really good and I like super love him and I already really miss him, but thankfully um I will get to see him again in the fall because he's going to help um he's going to help us coach ages sec- second grade to fourth grade. So, Cute. I'm super excited. But yeah, he's he's my current favorite thing. <laughs> Aww, that's so sweet. <laughs> How um, about you? My current favorite thing is just the nice weather that we've been having lately. It just kind of makes me excited for summer. 
Mm -hmm. Um, Just being able to be outdoors, going to more parks with the big boys, and then just going for stroller walks and jogging and just getting outside. I just, I love all of those things. It makes Mm -hmm. me so excited. I was never made for winter. I know. Just, uh, it's so hard. meant to be outside. (laughs) I am meant to be outside is right. Yep. I agree. The weather has been phenomenal. And just being able to go outside without a coat. I mean, it just feels... It, it, I told Levi the other day, like, it feels weird. It feels yeah. like I'm supposed to put a coat on. That's how long this winter felt. Yeah. It's so, like you're missing something. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's been really nice. So I'm I'm excited for all the fun things that um, are going to come with summer. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah. Rachel, you want to jump into the gratitude? Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about practicing gratitude and um, it might be kind of all over the place. We'll have different things to discuss with it. Um, But I think that's, I think if you guys have been following us at all, you know, we're just kind of all over the place either way. So a little scattered (laughs) sometimes. (laughs) Um, But I wanted to start it out with a quote because I think this is just a good reminder. It's by Germany Kent. And it says, once you begin to take note of the things you are grateful for, you begin to lose sight of the things that you lack. And there's just so much truth to that because when you're so focused on what's missing, you can spiral into depression, anxiety, or just anything. And then the, oh, woe is me mindset. But if you stop and just think, I don't want to say, look at the bright side, because that sounds cliche, but it's so true. (laughs) Like there are so many things to be grateful for. And if you just start naming them, you would just be surprised by how quickly your attitude would change. And then you would almost forget, wait, what was I even complaining about to begin with? (laughs) Right. Um, So yeah, this is key. And if you can't do that, um, you're going to start labeling yourself by what you lack. And that will sap you of your love for the wonderful life that you've already had. Like it happened to me. It's happened to me so many times. Um, And like here would be a practical example Um, for me, because many of you know that I've been struggling with infertility um, in the past. And I haven't been like this in months. It's been, God has been really good the last couple of months, really just um, shifting my mindset and helping me to focus on healing because there's certain things going on with my body right now that are not allowing me to be able to get pregnant. And um, so he's really given me a piece over the last couple of months, just trusting his timing. But back, back a couple of months ago, I would label myself as the infertile or barren woman. And, mm-hmm. but that is not my identity. You know, yeah. like that's not who I am. And so I had to go back and preach truth to myself pretty much and say, you know, first and foremost, I'm a beloved child of God. I'm a wife. I'm a friend. I'm a daughter. And like, just remind myself where my identity is and it's not in what I lack, but that's so easy to do. So I was wondering, Abby, if you have an example of that, like what you, if you've ever labeled yourself by something you've lacked. Yeah. um, Over a bunch of different things, just especially with postpartum too, I'm like, why am I this way? Or like, why do I always feel so down on myself? Why do I feel like I have to do all the things? Um, That's been the biggest struggle for me personally. Um, And trying to remember and remind myself, I get to do laundry Mm -hmm. because that means I have, my kids have clothes. I get to wash dishes because that means they have full bellies and like just trying to be more grateful for things like that and not 
giving myself like such doubt and that I'm doing things wrong because I have all these things and all this to-do list to do. And it's like that I need to be grateful because of the things that I have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, I think that's been a really big eye opener for me. For sure. That get language really just changes the whole perspective. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do this. I get to do it. It's right. a blessing. Um, exactly. I remember that I've read a, I read a post a while back just about, you know, how, you know, boys can be messy and mm-hmm. you know that you have four in your house now. Yep. Um, <laughs> and um, it was particularly in relation to your husband and how sometimes it can be frustrating because he leaves the dresser drawers open or he throws his clothes on the ground because it's not dirty, but it's not clean. I don't know if your yep. husband does that, but oh, mine does. Gosh, yes. Um, <laughs> And how it can be so easy to get frustrated with those things. But then imagine how much you'd miss it if they were gone. Mm -hmm. Like that's a huge thing. The fact that my husband's clothes are on the ground means that he lives with me, means that Mm -hmm. he's here, means that he's present, means that I can spend time with him. Like, cause if it wasn't there, yeah, you would miss those weird things that used to drive you crazy. So um, I think that's a really important shift is being able to say, I get to, instead of I have to. Right. Um, yeah. And I think it's really important to, to find joy in what you already have. Um, because it really will just radically change your life once you're able to do that. Um, and one of the things that I've really been, I know we've talked a lot about this in the past about being present, but Mm -hmm. I've really, I've gotten to the point where I refuse to live my life always anticipating what's next. Yep. Because that's when anxiety can really take a toll Um, and my best friend shared something the other day about how, um, it's, it's the devil that makes you try and think forward to what's next in anticipation, because it's him trying to cause you to worry about what's coming next. But if you can rein yourself back in and think of what am I doing right now? And just be here right now. Then I don't know about you, but my anxiety is just gone. Yeah. Because there's nothing to be anxious about. What's happening right now is not an anxious thing. It's just life right now. I mean, it yeah. can be, but <laughs> uh, for the most part, yeah, just being able to hone in and focus on the right now. And um, I forgot to mention with my practical example of, you know, labeling myself by what I lack. Another thing that has really changed um, my perspective on infertility has been like, just focusing on the truth that God has already given me his best in his son because he sent his son to purchase my salvation for me. And I have a future and a hope. And it's like, wait, so life isn't all about just getting pregnant and being a mom, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. And it's, and it took a long time for me to kind of just realize that. And that has been like just this huge shift. I already have what's best. Yeah. Um, and in so many ways, I'm already living the life I've always wanted, you know? And so mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, it's been an incredible shift for me. Um, yeah. Any, any thoughts, Abby? No, I, I definitely agree. I think it, it changing that mindset makes you more grateful for the current things that you have mm-hmm. being in the now, the present, and just not making you stress so much about the things that you lack. Like you said, I, I think that that makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So practically, you know, what are some things that we can do to help practice gratitude? Um, do you have something that you can think of off the top of your head, Abby? 
Um, a big thing that I'm trying to be better at is having like a gratitude journal mm-hmm. and like writing down the things that you're grateful for every day. And then I also saw this thing that I kind of want to start with my family too, which is like similar to a gratitude journal, except everybody in your family participates. Aww. It's like a gratitude jar. So you write okay. down and you put them in a jar and then you look at it a year from now. And you can see all the things that you were grateful for in that year. And I think that's really sweet. That is so cool. Yeah. And I I think that's something that we should try to do like in our family too. But like even you and Levi could do too. Like all the things that you guys are grateful for um, this year, especially with like your business taking off like so much as it is. And there's been a lot. Acreage. Yeah. Like all of those things. Yeah, that is super cool. One practical thing that I have done is... um, I have this little note in my, you know, reminder in my phone that pops up at noon every single day. And it's the first part of it is a verse like God is my refuge and strength, my ever present help in trouble. And then after that, it says what name 10 things you're thankful for. So then it reminds me every single day. Okay, I'm going to like I'm reminded. Okay, I'm reminded of truth. He is with me. He is my strength. He's my refuge. Now I'm going to talk about 10 things. And then I like name them out loud. um, And just it's made, yeah, that has even made just a huge difference. That's something as simple as that, but it pops up every day. And even when I don't want to do it, I'm like, nope, I have to, it's right here. Yeah. And sometimes it's like hard and I'm like, this is dumb. It shouldn't be hard. <laughs> but then, but then once I'm able to like actually really focus, it's like, okay, there are so many things. And then I rattle them off so fast. And that's been really helpful too. Well, it takes that time to pause. Like, especially if you're in the middle of something, it gives you that time to just sit there and pause and think about what you're grateful for. And it makes you slow down. That's huge. (laughs) I know we're, we're not good at slowing down, but I, (laughs) um, it's something that me in particular, I really need to work on because sometimes I feel like I just forget to breathe. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason why my stress levels are so high is because I don't allow myself to rest. Yeah. And that's super important. Um, and one of the ways to avoid stress is to remind yourself what you're thankful for. It really yeah. is. Um, because things that you lack can cause you to stress. And yeah. um, you're reminded of, oh, wait, I already have everything that I need. And so I don't need to stress about whatever I feel like I'm missing. Right. Um, another thing that I have thought about with, especially with gratitude in particular is, you know, we have these specific things that, you know, we want, or maybe we need or whatever. And we would pray about it. Like, Hey, um, I don't know, Lord help me with whatever it is, you know? And one quote that I really like is happiness doesn't lie on the other end of your unanswered prayers, which is just the reminder that even if I have whatever I'm asking the Lord for, doesn't mean that I'm automatically going to be happy because there's always going to be that next thing. Like, especially like I think of moms, you know, like somebody who's struggling to get pregnant, they finally do get pregnant and they're happy with that one baby. And then now it's number two. So now I want the next one. And, and I know you experienced that too, with it taking a little bit of time to get pregnant with Ezra. And so it really, like, we always think if we have this one thing, then we'll be happy. But it's not true. There's always Mm -hmm. something else. We always want what's next. And so being able to realize like, yeah, happiness doesn't lie on the other end of my unanswered prayers. And then just taking that moment to go, 
okay, so what do I have right now that I can be thankful for? Because I know that having that next thing isn't going to make me happy. So I have to figure out how to be happy right now. Right. Exactly. No, I think that's a good way to look at it too. Mm -hmm. One thing I've realized too, I kind of stumbled across was mindful hugs. So every time Hmm. you like you hug your kid, your partner, your pet, anything like that, just taking that moment to like take it all in, like fully take it all in and not just like, you know, like the half-assed kind of hugs. Like, yeah, I love you, but like actually like being present in it and just like being grateful for that gift to show that gratitude to your loved ones. And I, I really like that. I think, especially I've realized with my oldest, like he's very, um, present and he, like he, his love language is quality time. Mm -hmm. And I've realized that more and more over the years that he, all he wants is to be seen and to be like, get down on his level and just, be excited about all the things that he's excited about. And like those presents of those hugs are like a world of difference to him. Like it shows how much you're there for them. Yeah. And I think that I'm trying to be better about like taking that time and just soaking it in. Absolutely. Even with my partner too. Right. Yeah. I think another big thing with gratitude in regards to that too, is learning to set our phones down because that. I mean, it zaps you away from the moment you're in. Yep. And I was reading a business book that my husband bought me for Christmas. And it was talking about life balance and about how that doesn't necessarily mean 50% at work and 50% everywhere else. No, life balance is about doing more of what you love and less of what you don't. Yep. And um, and one of them is like, and one of the, she, she said to ask yourself the question, is it more important that I find out what other people are doing right now than to be in this moment right now? (laughs) And I was like, Oh shoot. But then the second question she asked was even better. It was like, is it more important that I tell the world what I'm doing right now than me actually be in the moment of what I'm doing right now? And I was like, Oh geez. Oh, (laughs) and I just go, Oh my gosh, that's so true. Yeah. And especially with like Moni for a while there, I got so wrapped up in that. And I think it pulled me away from the present in so many ways. Oh yeah. And um, it was like, oh gosh, that's true. I need to set my phone down more. And it's amazing, even in just like, I don't know. I honestly don't know how this happened, but you know how your phone tells you that screen time, how much you're on it. Oh yeah. Mine went down fifty percent last week. Dang. I don't know how because <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I've still been on it, but apparently I haven't. Huh. And it's amazing how good I feel because it's like. I am literally here. I'm yep. not staring at a stupid screen when I could be going on a walk, listening to my husband tell me about his day instead of like looking at my phone while he's talking to me. Yep. Um, and so that's, that's another really huge thing. It's easier. It's, it's also easier to practice gratitude when you're not looking at someone else's life on your phone. Yep. Especially since those are just highlights. That's not yep. the real thing. <laughs> And then you're also comparing too, and then yep. the things that you lack, like you said before too, like mm-hmm. just putting that phone down, even if it's just for a couple hours during the day, just how much of a difference that makes mm-hmm. and being present and being grateful for everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think those two questions are going to be huge in my life now. Is it more yeah. important that I see what people are doing right now or that I be where I'm at right now? Or is it more yeah. important that I tell the world what I'm doing right now? then be in the moment that I'm in right now. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and I think that will definitely keep me from picking it up because that was one of her things is ask yourself that question every time you have the urge to pick up your phone. And it's like, oh, that's good. Because sometimes there are reason like good reasons for needing to pick up your phone. Like for me, oh, yeah. it's, oh, shoot, I need to remember to do that. So let me set myself a reminder. Like, yeah. that's fine. But when I'm just picking it up because I'm bored or because I want to like scroll through Mindlessly social media, yeah. yeah, I mean, just think for a second, is this really worth my time right now? Right. Um, yeah, so. No, I definitely agree with that. And just being more present with it too, like being using your phone for more purpose than mm-hmm. just because you're bored. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's really just been society these days in general. It's just, we don't like being bored, but sometimes yeah. it's okay to just be bored Yep. and just sit in your own thoughts. And, yep. <laughs> you know, exactly. like there, there's really, I have come to find that I actually enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Like there are some times where I would be driving to work and I would actually make it the whole 45 minutes without even listening to music. Oh yeah. And sometimes I just like the quiet and I like to listen to myself think. And before like any of this, I, I, I hated quiet. I know. I hated it, but now I'm starting to embrace it and just love it. Yeah, I agree. So what are a couple of other things that we can do? Um, one thing is saying thank you often, even for the little things. Yeah. Like when I was in Guatemala, one of the ladies on my team would always say, because it was rainy season back in August, and she would go, oh, praise the Lord it did, that he held back the rain today. And it was huge because it rains so much during the rainy season. But it seems so small. But like yeah. that was always such a good reminder for me to be like, yeah, I need to be more thankful for something as small as it didn't rain today. You know, and, and honestly say it out loud that it helps so much more than just saying it in your head. Um, do you have any acknowledging it that way? Like by saying it out loud, it's like actually clicking in your brain. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. I think you kind of already talked about a little bit too, with showing others that you're grateful to have them in your life just by Mm -hmm. being present in a hug. Yep. Like I thought about. Um, how grateful I am for Levi the other day and it was so random it just like hit me all at once and I was like almost tearing up because I was like I'm so thankful for you and it was so (laughs) dumb how like just yeah it just hit me out of the blue and I've always been thankful for him but it was just like I really was feeling it in that moment of just like I don't know like it's incredible when that's the only person that knows all of you inside mm-hmm. and out. And I just thought about it and I was like, man, what would my life be like if I didn't have this, this person who knows me, knows I'm a brat, knows <laughs> I'm emotional, knows I can be a jerk and like yeah. loves me. That's incredible. And yeah, it, it literally like brought me to tears and he was like, why are you crying? <laughs> I was like, because I'm just so thankful for you. But it's like, that's Aww. dumb that this is like the first time I've really been so emotional about something like that. Yeah. And it just shows how much I don't show it normally. Yeah. Or just yeah. taking it for granted because we're not showing that appreciation. Mm-hmm. Especially when we are feeling it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, another couple little practical things I thought of is just assuming the best of people. That's that's a huge one because mm-hmm. 
if we're not, that can cause us to be frustrated and not thankful and yeah, just everything in between. Um, that's been one thing I've worked on a lot because there are some people in my life lately that have been tricky and just, okay. Um, just think that, you know, they're struggling with this right now. It might be why they reacted this way. Um, I had to work on that a lot with my kids in soccer because I have some particularly difficult kids and I've had to take some time to like pull a couple of the kids aside and ask them, Hey, has this kid been different this year as opposed to last year? And, you know, they tell me, yeah, he, he has been a lot different. He's been really mean. He's been really, you know, whatever. And so then I go, all right. Cause, but you know how sometimes when there's something going on in our lives, we tend to take it out on other people. And they were like, yeah, like maybe, maybe there's something going on right now. And that's why he's being mean. That's why he's being just however he's being. And so maybe we need to come around him and be extra encouraging to him, extra loving because that's probably why he reacted. And so that's been like, just trying to instill that in my kids has been a good reminder for me too, in some of the relationships in my life where I've either been hurt or whatever it is and reminding myself that this might not even be personal. Mm -hmm. Like it's, they might have something going on in their lives. Now, does that make it okay? Of course not. Yeah. But it helps you to understand it a little bit. And then just assume that, you know, it's like, if you can tell yourself it's not personal, you don't take it personally that like, yeah. they have something going on. And so, you know, just give them grace and I'm sure they'll come around, you know? Right. That's been another really big thing. Um, and then being grateful for unpleasant circumstances too. Yeah. That's <laughs> they, a huge one. Yeah. Cause they teach us things, right? Yeah. Like, um, could you imagine if we had no hard times, there'd be no growth. Yeah. Like, and yeah, I, and, and I can really speak to this with infertility. Like it sounds so, so bizarre to say, but I am so thankful that it hasn't been easy for us because I have learned a lot and I have grown a lot in ways that I would not have had it been easy. Right. And so, yeah, there's circumstances that are difficult are never fun, but there's always a silver lining. Yes. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's what I have for any practicality for helping practice gratitude. I don't know if you had any other thoughts, Abby. Um, I do. I had a couple quotes too. Fire away. All right. So there's a couple different things that you can do like before bed too, especially in the evening. Um, just kind of asking yourself some questions to kind of slow down and kind of appreciate all the things that you are grateful for. So like some good questions to ask yourself would be like, what did you learn today? How did you take care of yourself today? And that one's a big one, um, especially um, just finding time for self-care, especially right now with the new baby. <laughs> yeah, because if you can't answer it, you know that you didn't yep. do it. <laughs> exactly. And you know, like, good. how can you do it better tomorrow? Like how, where can you put those pieces of time in to make sure that you are able to do that? Mm -hmm. um, and then what did you do today that made you happy? Hmm. Um, what did, um, what is something that you um, did that made you feel happy? That's like an unforgettable memory. So some mm -hmm. like little thing that made you happy and you can kind of have that memory from it. Um, mm -hmm. Another one. What would you do to make tomorrow better? That mm -hmm. one's another good one to kind of find 
that priority and like what needs to get done today, what um, can kind of put on the back burner to kind of get yourself to be more grateful for those things. Mm -hmm. Um, A mantra that I really like um, is I'm grateful for the journey, lessons and growth. Yep. Um, Let's see here. Absolutely. So one of the professors at my college, um, I had to clean his office and he had this plaque that said, have a good day if you want to. And I was like, oh, that's so good. Yeah. (laughs) Because it just reminds us of our own responsibility to make a day a good day rather than blaming it on circumstances or, you know, anything that could be going on that day. So yeah, have a good day if you want to. Yep. It's all depending on our choices and our actions. Mm -hmm. Our attitude and how we're going to handle whatever's going on. Yep. Yep. Well, Ezra might start joining in our conversation here. I know. (laughs) I'm kind of curious if he's going to start talking. (laughs) But um, I also have some examples if you're having a hard time uh, trying to figure out what you're grateful for. Some things that you can kind of help with that. Abby, I just realized something. You need to mute your FaceTime. There we go. (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) We pulled like it I off. Said, to technical, <laughs> right? <laughs> we had a quick break. Um, so things that you can be grateful for or th- things to get your ideas flowing would be um, your body, mm-hmm. your home, the place you live, another day to live, food, water, the air you breathe, yeah, um, nature. Um, just people who are surrounded by you and opportunities that you get, just things like that to kind of get you in that mindset of things that you can be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Oh, there goes the biggie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I want to talk too. Yes. I'm currently oo- ooing and aahing over sweet little Ezra on FaceTime, just so you all know. <laughs> <laughs> He's so sweet. I wish you guys could see him. <laughs> he just blew out his butt. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, man. He wants to add all the sound effects to the podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, goodness. Rachel, do you have anything else um, that you would um, like to add about gratitude? Yeah, so kind of the last thing that I want to just add is the benefits of gratitude. Um, we've already kind of just talked about a little bit how it just changes your perspective in life. And when you do focus on things that you're thankful and grateful for, your attitude just changes in general, you become happier. Um, and so there are actually, um, physical, emotional, and social benefits to just naming what you're grateful for, practicing gratitude. And it's, it's proven, it's a real thing. And I can honestly echo every single one of these. Um, so some of the physical benefits are a stronger immune system. It's amazing how much like being disappointed affects your immune system. Like it's, it's crazy. All of your body is connected. And so, yeah, it's a stronger immune system. You're less bothered by aches and pains, which is also insane. Oh, I didn't Um, think about that. 
low well I mean I've noticed that because like my side pain for example it tends to come on a lot more when I'm stressed so I yeah it's interesting it's all connected yeah (laughs) um it lowers your blood pressure you sleep better when you're thankful (laughs) um emotional is you have higher levels of positive emotions of course because you're focusing on the positive um you're more alert and awake you're less stressed you have more joy and pleasure more optimism and happiness and reduced feelings of depression. Also very, very true. Yes. <laughs> and definitely. then the social aspect is you're just more helpful and generous because you're excited about life again. If, if that's, you know, for lack of better words, um, you're more forgiving, you're more compassionate, you're less lonely and isolated. Because I think when you spend time being thankful for things, you're not bogged down in what's going on in your life and you can easily look outward more and um be just available for other people yep so yeah those are just some of the benefits of gratitude which is proven and just really neat how much it changes your life I definitely agree with that and just finding different ways to practice gratitude daily is going to make a huge difference in your life so you can reap those benefits and just be able to take every day in as it is and be grateful for it. Absolutely. So if you guys have any other suggestions on some ways that you can practice gratitude, don't hesitate to reach out and share those with us as well. We'd love to hear them. And look forward to our next podcast. Um, we don't quite know what our topics are going to be yet, but Ezra, do you have excited. any last words? Yeah. <laughs> you anything else you want to say? I'm just sitting here staring at him. Sorry, guys. Very distracted. <laughs> say, I will see you next time. We'll see you next time, guys. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I hope you enjoyed getting to know Abby and I over a cup of coffee, black for me. Or a cup of creamer with a dash of coffee for me. Gross. (laughs) We look forward to motivating and encouraging you in this crazy thing we call life. But before you go, make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. Subscribe in Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. And please, please, please leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. Come tired and leave inspired with Rachel and Abby. Until next time, we're Caffeinated Chicks.